0: Good evening, brothers and sisters. Yeah, Are y'all today? Oh, oh. Very cheerful today.
1: <laughs>
0: That's good. So, although we mean a week, but words and sentences can break a person uh, can make or break a person yeah. many times the existence of of certain teachings whether uh, within the Buddhist circle or not uh... it actually um, points to how uh... The, the status quo is actually the opposite so like for example this this teaching uh, that I've shared with you all before within the Yogacara school that uh, words has no uh, it's not the meaning yeah. we through language we attach the label to a certain meaning yeah. we give the meaning this label And then in this teaching we we want to uh, transcend this transcending doesn't mean ignoring this link it means to recognize that it's just a convention it's just a convention and because it's just a convention the (coughs) words itself um, doesn't by itself has that meaning Uh, and the very reason why that has to be this teaching is because we don't think so uh, after after using words with its intended meaning over time we tend to think that the words and the meaning is one yeah? that they are one words equals to meaning meaning has words yeah? we tend to think that way uh, that's why it's still important to say how are y'all today?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: we 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 find this in the uh, Pali Canon. In the Sutta, sometimes you see, uh, Venerable Sariputra, or any of the disciples. They when they meet other uh, other monks, uh, they would exchange pleasantries, yeah, and it's stated inside the Sutta. Yeah, yeah. After the pleasantries are uh, exchanged, uh, then they get into the the proper business uh, so to speak. Yeah. So they'll still hello, how are you? Yeah. In the in the text then it uh, goes on to talk about sometimes in detail about what they actually ask. Then they will ask things like uh whether uh this area, yeah. Uh, are there uh, those who support the sangha or not? How is the practice going? Yeah, is the practice uh, like smooth or not? Things like that. Yeah. So, uh, while words have no meaning, the Buddha spoke for forty-five years. Yeah. When we say it has no meaning, it is to say that it doesn't have inherent meaning. Yeah. By itself, it doesn't have meaning. Mm. But uh, there's the conventionally agreed upon meaning, yeah, which we call a language. So when we say transcend, transcend words, transcend this, this uh, uh, linkage, it is not to ignore it. Mm. Uh, it is not to ignore it. Uh, so sometimes you see on discussion groups or you may read some text about the masters where they may make some statements that doesn't seem to make sense huh? yeah. uh, in a way they are not wrong yeah? because they are expressing uh, what they observe and their experience at the stage where many of these things don't apply or doesn't matter Uh, But in our day-to-day exchange in exchanges, uh, it still matters. It still matters. If you go to a chicken rice stall and you order chicken rice, uh, they give you chicken rice. Yeah. If you say uh, lesser rice, they say they give you lesser rice. Yeah. You cannot say you go to a chicken rice stall and then or a vegetarian stall. You order Chabihun, then when they give you Chabihun, they say no, 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 I didn't want Chabihun. Then what do you want? I want Chakui Then when do you say Chabihun? Oh, because Chabihun and Chakui are just names. <laughs> 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 I cannot. Uh, we cannot do that. <laughs> when I was in U.S., uh, my teacher highlighted something. Because some students ask, what if if the uh, if all things are but labels and we shouldn't be attached to the labels because labels have no essence, then uh, then so uh, <laughs> so is it if we if if we say something we do, we do something and someone get angry then uh, why, why should they get angry? <laughs> So my teacher says, when you learn about the Dharma, it is to overcome our defilements and our suffering. When you harm someone, when you get someone upset, you cannot go to them and tell them, and use Dharma on them, <laughs> and tell them, hey, you shouldn't get angry. Huh? This is not real. <laughs> uh, you cannot go and slap someone, and I say, slap someone, and the person gets, hey, why are you slapping? Oh, don't get angry. It's not real, don't worry. <laughs> don't don't read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say cannot. Uh, some of you, when you do the reflection, uh, whether using the Yogacara uh, reflection or you use the Madamika reflection to contemplate on how all things are empty of inherent nature, yeah? um, some students. Have uh, have shared about how, at some point they may feel a bit disconnected, yeah, and then they are at a loss, yeah. When they see something happen, should they act or should they not act? Yeah, is it okay, is it okay not to act? Is it okay to act? Yeah? they may get, You may get confused. So there was once one student asked a, a question. You see, uh, because in our monastery we learn these two schools, Vijnanika and Yogacara so one day one student asked so uh, if if after meditation we walk out of the meditation hall then we turn around and we see a fire starting so if we were to reflect that is the fire is impermanent it is empty of inherent nature then the natural conclusion is then just leave it alone is it okay? <laughs> because my te- my late ordination teacher, his very uh, favorite line is: in our whole life, oh, we eat a bun, we feel it is real. Uh, when we are in a dream, we eat a bun, we also feel it's real. But it's not real. When in real life, you eat a bun, we think it's real, but it's also not real. Yeah, yeah, what's real, right? Then he, he will say, uh, then, in real life, when you see a tiger come after you, wow, you think it's real and you are so afraid. But this is, this a tiger. The tiger is also la- a label. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if even a tiger is a label, what more a fire, right? All right? So that's why there's this question, you know so so my teacher laughed he said, yeah it's also dependent arising is it's empty <laughs> <laughs> then he highlighted he said, uh, initially when we do this all these reflections we may tend to veer towards emptiness, in a sense that we have a tendency to sort of assume that it's important. yeah, and ignore the fact that there's the dependent arising name, function, body and f- feature as well yeah. emptiness uh, doesn't mean that there's no dependent arising part likewise when we say that uh, something is just a label there's still the, the external thing out there yeah. our internal discrimination uh, that doesn't have any body but the external thing there's an essence out there uh, this is yoga Chara school yeah. I have mentioned in brief uh, in previous lessons about the three characteristics chi singh. Yeah. Uh, remember I can't show you today uh, because my fo- I I swap back swap back swap swap swap, then, swap until the cable got swapped out <laughs> The cable is also a label. <laughs> but it's a very important label because without that label we cannot connect the the visualizer to the the projector. So I'm so sorry. The <laughs> easy for me to 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 tell people oh, hey how come you forgot this? How come I forgot that? But I also forget. <laughs> Uh, th- there was once again it, a lot of funny things happen in the US I tell you all my <laughs> uh, so during lunch time we will have uh, we have meal serving so we will rotate to do the serving we rotate to do cooking so usually those who can cook they don't do serving those of us who are nobies we have to do the serving first So. Um, sometimes when they are doing serving, because there's a lot of people to serve, and then sometimes only two server or one server, or so. Then the arms bow. Uh, I'm not very particular about things, but one thing is when they serve and then it drip over. You know how it's like, right? Yeah. Then I'm like, oh. and as I say, it's my choice, It's my not so good part back then uh, uh, then I'm oh, in my mind doing all the chanting know that they are saying. then or <laughs> doing chanting then in the mind one part chanting one part
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then I thought in my mind besides the walk down then like come on you do something you know have some mindfulness Serve properly. <laughs> then I catch myself. Okay, okay. Go, yeah. Then at another time, when I'm doing serving, serve, 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 serve. Wow. Watch me how to serve. Serve mindfully. Serve, serve, serve. Then until I serve my own dish, it's slip over. Ah, then. I have a very interesting realization. Because when I myself do it, although well, I very quickly just well, I'm so forgiving to myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so from this then I I, I thought ah we have such a great distinction. You know, this is the this attachment to I. Yeah. This is the wall also. And that's why the Buddha highlighted this. Why our attachment to the idea of I can give rise to so much suffering? When people do it, wrong. When I do it, it's okay. Yeah? <laughs> but factually, as long as the sauce drips over, it's, it's the same thing, isn't it? Regardless of who drips it. Yeah? The same goes to if you're at home and then someone closes the door a bit too Loudly, pihng. Yeah. Do you all get shocked, maybe? Yeah. But do you all have uh, family members who will make a kick a big fast, maybe? Yeah. But I don't know about family. In my family, uh, today my mom is not here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my mom, my dad will get upset. Then my mom will always. Uh, my mom, my dad get upset. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who closed the door so loudly, you know, slamming the door? Then my mom oh, see what, see what? Then because wife, ma, now mother, then she, he just, just keep <laughs> <laughs> Then sometimes hanging, <laughs> <laughs> sweet, happen again. <laughs> then sometimes it's the wind. Then I observed this, but I didn't think much last time. What I observed is, if it's a person or a woe to that person, confirm, scolded, maybe even, or whatever. But if it's the wind, then. Oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> right? But if you think about it, whether it's the wind or a person, the sound may, be, may sound exactly the same. And sometimes when it's the wind, it may be even louder, you know. But once you realize it's the wind, then okay why because you cannot find the wind <laughs> yeah? but sometimes people even score the window what is this man <laughs> yeah? when people are so overwhelmed by defilements, the they will even score the wind score the sun score the <laughs> rain <laughs> uh, Chinese call called <laughs> so when our when we are overcome by defilements, the then we we take things for real but actually uh, whether it is by the person or win is really just a label you know, th- the, the the specific condition is slightly different but the outcome is actually the same but yet because we we give so much importance to this label as win so much importance to this label as a person then we wow we feel like hmm there's all these implication there yeah, I share with you my own stupidity. <laughs> so, we have covered the first chapter. Uh, last week, I, we went through quite a bit of things about uh, the approach to to learning, the approach to cultivating, and then how do we actually do the reflection and so on. Yeah. So... Um, now we go into the second chapter or oh, we go into the second chapter do you have any questions from last week in case if you have anything to clarify we went through the three characteristics the three characteristics so the first one is how all things are dependent arising uh, but here in Yucacara, dependent on the, the seeds uh, alaya as seeds then uh, have have Uh, discriminating mind false delusion Uh, as uh, supporting conditions then the seeds can arise and manifest this whole world then we have the that pervasively we discriminate we we, uh, attach to our idea that all these labels are real all these labels are real yeah. then uh, the final one is the perfect truth or ultimate reality yuan so in wei the, shi the cultivation point is uh, to remove pii qi suo zi, to remove this pervasive discriminating uh, attachment then you See uh, the external. This how this world is directly. You see itachi. Then when you see it directly, then it's known as Yuan Chen shi. Yeah. Then we we call it Yuan Chen Shi. Uh, you see things as they are. So this description of seeing things as they are uh, is throughout all the different lineages. Yeah, throughout all the different lineages uh, in a way you can say that they are seeing different things but rightly speaking they all should see the same truth yeah? for the truth has one taste yeah? the truth has one taste so last week I also mentioned about Sui Mian and songs so I want to highlight a bit more and maybe uh, make sure you we don't go down the wrong path so, Sui Mian and zhongzi dormant. Uh, so, I gave a description. Mian uh, is the metaphor describing how the seeds uh, is like a person who is asleep. Yeah? So, it's not active. And the seeds are not active. Then, Sui, from one life to another, following us. Sui Mian and So Uh. So... Uh, when we talk about Sui mian, we specifically talk about the unwholesome seeds. When it's the wholesome seeds, so today, this morning when we are doing translation, uh, then we look, you know, uh, in this school, uh, we're very particular about the exact uh, meaning. So, Zong uh, when it's wholesome seeds, then we don't call it Sui mian. we call it Sunken (laughs) so so sometimes we may feel like isn't it the same thing? yeah, it's actually the same thing but we still want to give it a different name that's why in this school uh, there are a lot of names to remember and many of these names are talking about the same thing but at different stage we give it a different name so um, all these are all seeds but uh, when when uh, we can all call them seeds, yeah uh, But when referring to the unwholesome ones, we call it swimming yeah. Sway Then when it's the wholesome one, then we call it Sangan Zhongzi. Yeah. Okay? Sangan wholesome wholesome roots. Uh, wholesome roots. so we are now at chapter 2 sing so far sing so also known as Xin so you far that which belongs to uh, the the mind yeah, or the heart sing so the mind the first chapter is about the mind or we call it the heart yeah uh, in Yogacara, the key features is actually the the f- consciousness. <coughs> because the consciousness is the, uh, you can say, is the uh, active active part of the mind. Yeah? We call it, we give it this name, consciousness. The first five consciousness, uh, is able to be aware of different, different <coughs> stimulus. The eye, ears, nose, tongue, body in touch with form, sound, smell, taste, touch <coughs> then the, the eye consciousness arise ear consciousness, nose consciousness tongue consciousness, body consciousness they all arise <coughs> then the mind the mind has the mind consciousness and this mind consciousness can interact with everything that's why it's counter-object Sometimes translated as mental object, sometimes translated just as phenomena, yeah, because you can you can uh, uh, go and interact with anything and everything in the world, yeah, the mind. So uh, so now then we go on to this chapter, Cing Uh In the mind itself, then there are different things that arise. Yeah. through uh, in in conjunction with the mind, then they arise. Yeah. Uh, subject to the mind. Yeah. So they are called the mental concomitants. Oh, <coughs> so Sing Suofa, Ye Chen Wei, Sing Fa singsa so uh singsofa the uh, you can say mental concomitant yeah or the uh the mental objects are, in a way yeah, that which the the mind uh relates to yeah that which belongs to the mind and it's based on the following three uh meaning yeah that's why it has this name Mental concomitants, or uh, the, the the possessions of the mind, if you will. Uh, so the first, heng yi xing qi. So always, yeah, always dependent on the mind to arise. These objects in the mind cannot arise by itself. It always depend on the first eight consciousness to arise. Yeah, by itself, it cannot arise. So choose to Sing Wang, so this sing uh, the mind king. Yeah. So the first eight consciousness is like the king. Mm. Uh, king. So in the in in the past uh, the concept of king is more prevalent. Yeah. But today maybe you can say uh mind CEO. Uh, yeah. uh, the, this is the boss, this is the manager. Okay? 就恒所呃心所恒与心王相应，间接的说明了心所和心王的差别。Yeah, so, uh, so indirectly we establish the difference between, uh, the mind and the mental objects, yeah, or the mental concomitants. Yeah. Uh, so why are they known as uh mind king? Yeah. Why are they known as let's say the king? Yeah. Each of them, eight of them, yeah, all seen as king or managers if you will, yeah, because they are not subject to each other. Yeah. But the uh, mental objects are subject to them. Yeah, this mental concomitance, this whole chapter, is about the different states, the different uh, mental qualities that arise in the mind. And these qualities, uh, they are subject to the first eight consciousness. Yeah, subject to them. Dependent on them, then they arise. Yeah. Uh, this eight consciousness, they don't depend on each other. Yeah, they don't they don't uh, they're not subject to each other okay uh, but in terms of the eight uh, who is number one in in yoga chara number eight is still supreme because from number eight then everything else arise so here there's mention about this wu yeah, so this is actually the subcategory yeah the five uh, pervasive uh, pervasively active uh, mental concomitants yeah. so under mental concomitants if you look at page 7 yeah, which is the right side of the page there are one two three four five six six different categories yeah. so the first category is the pervasive five yeah. Yeah, this five so it is highlighting that uh, while while the eight different uh, uh, consciousness uh, and these first five, they are they are mutually connected, are mutually connected. But because each of them, the eight, they don't uh, they are not subject to each other. Yeah, so the eight are not known as subordinates, if you will. Whereas all these mental concomitants, the mental objects, mental qualities, yeah, they are known as like subordinate, yeah, sub, sub, subordinate to the it consciousness. You know. So this is the first meaning. The yeah. uh, yeah, drama. Yi oh, sorry, I drama then all of you still very quite <laughs> quite can you all catch where I, where I am now? do you all know that I, I kind of jumped? yeah <laughs> sorry I don't know whether it's Lahua or too excited <laughs> okay let me repeat the first line heng <laughs> in. I wonder some of you look confused and like some of you just mm. This must be so chim, I don't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> Sorry, I was explaining the paragraph too, uh, but the header I read was Hung Yi Sing Chi, Yi Sing Wang Wei So this is the first one. Yeah, don't, don't be so don't be afraid uh, so the first one is that it depends on uh, the, the the it consciousness to arise uh, uh, this is actually quite straightforward don't need further explanation uh, but one key thing is that the mental concomitants they don't arise by itself yeah. actually just now I explained really, uh, I just didn't read the Chinese words no wonder I just jumped ahead <laughs> okay so, first part clear. Okay. Anyone still confused? <laughs> so, I was going to tell you, like, uh, look at the blue color and the green color. Then I realized the mind has what yours don't have. <laughs> and we do not have visualizer today. Uh, so the first one, heng yi xing qi, that the mental concomitants, they uh, always dependent on the, the mind king, sounds very strange, huh? but when we say sing Wong, it sounds very correct. So, sing uh, mine mind master, mind king. Okay, I uh, just, yeah, these are all labels, huh? mind king, <laughs> mind king. Okay, mind king so mind king okay so the the eight consciousness the first eight consciousness they are the boss now, mind boss I think mind boss sounds better you yeah. know modern context we can understand it better these are the mind bosses and these are all the bosses in the company Yeah. but they don't report to each other yeah. just like in a company you all the VP right then they don't report to each other but of course in a real company the VP may fight huh? <laughs> But in this case, they don't fight, okay? <clears throat> then all the Kang they are subject to the VP, yeah, to the mind boss. Yeah. And uh, in this case, they depend on the mind boss to arise. So this is the first reason why they are called sub- subordinate to the mind. Yeah, subordinate to the mind. Okay? Second meaning, Yu Xing Xiang Ying yeah, you sing ying. So uh, because they are connected to the mind, that's why they are called subject to the mind. They are some sub- subordinate of the mind. They are known as mental concomitant. Yeah, xing so. And why? Uh, actually I, I I also jumped ahead and explained just now. Sing yeah, So uh, this uh, mental concomitants they are always connected to the uh, mind boss, yeah? yeah, and so <clears throat> they are subject to it. They depend on the mind boss to arise, and they are connected to them somehow. Yeah, it is not that after uh, although they arise together, but they are not related. No, they are related somehow. Oh, they are related. So, then the second part of the of this second section here. Then it says, uh, <clears throat> although although the, the, uh, the first five of the mental concomitants, yeah, they arise together with the first eight, uh, but the first eight is very unique. Because the first eight they, they don't, they are not connected to each other. Mm. They are not connected to each other. And because they are not connected to each other, we cannot say that they are subject to each other no. uh, so this is the second reason why mental concomitants are called mental concomitants uh, because they are connected uh, connected uh, to the uh, mind consciousness okay uh, so for example I consciousness uh, when I consciousness arise uh, those consciousness uh, may not arise but even if nose consciousness later arise they are not related to the eye consciousness whatever the eye consciousness do nose consciousness they are not directly related Uh, the 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 things that eye consciousness were to go and uh, uh, interact with uh, the nose consciousness don't bother
1: Uh yes. Huh? Oh, taste. smell and taste. Ah, I believe that taste is uh. uh. can affect uh? Uh, affected by smell, right? So, I mean, the our modern science we think that our taste is affected by our smell as well. So. Our is that affected by my, our smell so if like i have a flu and i cannot smell then my my taste my taste is a bit more dull so are they connected in such a like if okay. i have a sinusitis then I, <laughs> then i eat the laksa and no taste yeah how that's like that? true also huh? I think we can call
0: for the seven counselors. <laughs> uh, uh, let's put a footnote there. Uh, later we, we can go through the mental concomitants. At the part where we, we deal with that, uh, we, will, we will take a look. Uh, uh, yeah, we will take a look. <laughs> Yeah, so uh the nose consciousness and the tongue consciousness it is a good question. Uh. Nose and the tongue. Uh they they can affect each other but are they connected to each other? Xiang Young <laughs> ink. That's an interesting thing, huh? But to what extent? Mm. To what extent,
1: huh? sometimes when uh, we think, right? Then our eyes are still. So how like that? Huh? So when uh we think? Uh, so, uh, so when we are thinking, our conscious, our six thinking, consciousness is working, right? Yeah. So, if we are thinking. That th- th- doesn't mean our first five senses are not working.
0: Yeah. So, if so we are really very
1: deep in our thoughts. Uh, but then, uh, if the tiger comes there, we'll still <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> if you are deep enough in our thoughts, then you may not run. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Some of the questions you ask uh, will, be, will be dealt with at the at some of these mental concomitants. Yeah. For example, the first five. Yeah. Oh, so ho- hopefully the tiger don't come so soon. Uh. Otherwise. <laughs> mm, okay. So uh, for now let's just hold that thought first, huh? that the eight consciousness uh, uh but this thinking uh, nose consciousness and the uh, uh, let me see mm-hmm. okay let's continue first si su yeah next one so belonging to the to the mind uh or puts so the mental concomitants they are not independent sing yeah, so but uh, like so wang wang so following the mind uh, mind boss yeah, to arise and the 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 mind boss to direct yeah to direct the arising of the mental concomitants. Yeah, and for that reason because it's not independent, so it's called uh, mental concomitants subject to the mind boss yeah mm. so so when the mind uh, arise uh, as far as the mental competence is concerned when the mind uh, boss has arisen then the corresponding uh, mental concomitants will arise oh. um, <clears throat> I think for the second section here, when we talk about Xiangying, Bu Xiangying I guess it's uh, well just considering the six consciousness the six consciousness can actually uh, go and go and look at what the other consciousness is looking at. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, but, can we say that because when you smell it, uh, yeah. Okay, I must admit that I find it hard to comment uh, about the <laughs> the smell and the tongue part because uh, I don't know to what extent the 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 they affect each other i mean as far as the research is concerned yeah so but I don't want to be presumptuous then no no cannot
1: be cannot be oh could it be the Liu gun the gun uh, is dependent but maybe not the shi i don't know this is just a uh, th- this is just a doc. uh, uh Think about it. Uh.
0: Okay. Think about it. At we really have to call for seven calls. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Yen Zing the Shi Ho, Xing Wang yuan Zong Siang, Ru Wang Ru Ling Sioux, Zong 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 Smong. 总舰,总 land,总 Yo the ten Yeah so they do separate things are uh, the two. <coughs> so uh in terms of the the way the two function together, here is describing the there are three different examples given. One is the literally in terms of state affairs, then second one is, uh, so the, the king would deal with the uh, big matters, then the ministers would deal with the, the details, then, and this is similar to how uh, an artist, they may draw out the, the big one, yeah, then after that, the, the students will just fill in the blank, yeah. So, uh, this is to give uh, an example to the different functions between the mind or the mind boss and the mental components. Oh, yeah, so these are the three uh, reasonings, or the three reasonings. Mm-hmm. Okay. sing So there are six different categories. 共有五十一个. Yeah, together together fifty-one. So this is in brief. The fifty-one, yeah. yeah so the basically active uh, mental concomitants. There are five, yeah. Then, uh, unique, uh, unique areas, yeah, or specific or individually active ones. Yeah, there are five or so. Then, wholesome, there are 11. Mm. Uh, the next two itself, there are 6 and 20. Uh, the first 6 is referring to the fundamental defilements, uh, total 6. Then, the secondary defilements, there are 20. <laughs> so someone, uh, well, in the Yogacara school, I like, if you look at the wholesome ones, there's only 11. Uh, wholesome mental concomitants only 11 then the unwholesome ones how many are there 26, 26 uh, are <laughs> 26 unwholesome ones and the last four the last four are uh, uncertain yeah, putting okay. so okay, let's go through the details Away yeah, the six different categories of mental concomitants yeah, on the next page. So, the first category uh, pervasively active mental concomitants. So, referring to the five Yeah, uh, the first one is contact, the second one is attention, third is. Uh, uh, this show feelings then the fourth uh, perception or ideation and the fifth si, uh, related to thinking but uh, also related to the, the thinking that triggers uh, uh, intent. Oh, you take a look. So then sing so in this category there are five five mental concomitants. 做片行起于所有八个心事 uh, So, uh, w- the earlier text, the previous uh, page, whenever we see and yeah, the mind boss, it is referring to the eight different consciousness. Yeah, 所以得名为片行, yeah, because they are always active together with the first eight consciousness. Yeah, always active together with them. Yeah, so that's why they are called pervasively active yeah, so uh, regardless of whichever one arises, yeah, then these five different ones, yeah, they will arise together. Oh, that's why it's called pervasively uh, active. Yeah, so earlier on it was mentioning about how um, if they are always arising together regardless of whatever happens then uh, yeah, why, in this case why is this still considered uh, mental concomitant yeah, it's just like other uh, of the consciousness uh. Uh, so it says because the other consciousness they are not subject to each other so okay yeah. so there's four uh there are four categories here there yeah, are four categories so there are four four uh, uh classifications first the classification of uh, nature, second, in terms of the different, uh, this T is referring to the different states or realms, uh, at the different times, 一切句, uh, to arise together, yeah, the details is in the paragraph, so nature, here, uh, nature, it refers to wholesome yeah, san, er, qi, wholesome unwholesome and neither wholesome nor unwholesome. Yeah. So this son er, is wholesome unwholesome then neither wholesome nor unwholesome. So the word ooty yeah, this is uh, <laughs> quite a uh in a way, important word in yoga chara, yeah. the word uzi. So uh, this word zi um, has two two broad meaning. One is that you cannot remember. One is you cannot record. In this case, the meaning is actually the second one. That it cannot be recorded as either wholesome nor unwholesome. Yeah. so if you want to just write down in one word it is unrecordable but you must put a bracket behind unrecordable as wholesome or unwholesome yeah, because when we when we plant the seed if it's wholesome you plant as wholesome if you do something good you record it is recorded down as a wholesome seed if you do something unwholesome, it's recorded out as an unwholesome city Yeah. So, if it's neither wholesome nor unwholesome, then it cannot be recorded as wholesome nor unwholesome. but it's still recorded. Yeah. So that's why it's called, Wu unrecordable. But it's still recorded. So, what are the examples of wholesome and unwholesome? Uh, that we don't have to give example. I think we all know. Uh, generally, anything that is with a harmful intent is unwholesome. With a, uh, a non-harmful, yeah, uh, selfless intent, yeah, then it's wholesome. But what about this unrecordable? Yeah? What are the actions that can you think of? Can you think of, uh, huh? Eating ah uh. eating depends uh. <laughs> uh eating can be a bit tricky. Yeah. So sometimes when you eat, uh cannot say that it's not unwholesome. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have some greed involved, then it's unwholesome. Mm. Uh. So uh, I give you one example, okay? Like <laughs> yeah just taking all the specs and why n- not naturally unwholesome yeah uh, but of course if you if you uh, to see something that you have desired for, <laughs> for the specs uh, then it can be unwholesome but if you just just shift your specs not considered wholesome not unwholesome yeah. uh, a common example given in the text is usually talking about if you just walk, for example, when you you're tired and you sleep, yeah. Ki kiting uh, time to sleep and you are tired and you sleep uh. yeah. Then it's usually considered that when you are sleeping, you're not actively engaged in wholesome or unwholesomeness. Yeah. yeah. So usually given these two examples. When you're walking, yeah the walking itself is neither wholesome nor unwholesome. Uh, but if you walk or walk, then you see some, some, uh, I don't know, some insects, and then you purposely go and walk, and uh, then it's unwholesome. Yeah? But if you, let's say, you didn't see, and you just walk, well, it's still neither wholesome nor unwholesome. Yeah? Uh, but if you see, and then you act and then you look away, then you yeah, it is still considered unwholesome. Oh. Mm, so this is the first category. So here, So meaning that these five, 住作意受想思, uh, whether it's wholesome, unwholesome, neither wholesome nor unwholesome, uh, it it arises. Okay, in terms of mental concomitants. Yeah, regardless of whether now the situation is wholesome or unwholesome, or neither wholesome nor unwholesome, it will arise. But there are some other mental concomitants. Uh, only when it's wholesome, then it arises. For example, wholesome mental concomitant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, the 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 different mental concomitants, they may have specific, uh, what do I call it? conditions for it to arise. Yeah. But these five. Regardless of the nature, you will rise oh, This part is trying to say that. Oh, this is an overview part. So, sing. Then, D D ti so this uh ti uh if you were to just translate literally as "ground," then you mean not make sense, uh. So here it's referring to the different um, different stages or different states. Yeah. this this tree, uh, that is uh, listed first: then mm-hmm. This is actually referring to the different states of jhana. Uh, different states of jhana. Yoshin uh, Yoshi is referring to the first jhana. Yeah. Then Yoshin uh, Weishi is. Uh, this is a very interesting state because usually we talk about four jhana. Yeah, This is the Zhongjian thing yeah. between first and second jhana. Yeah, So, first jhana, Yoshin Yoshi, usually trans- many places translate as with Applied and Sustained Thought Applied and Sustained Thought Then, if you jump straight to the second one It's the second jhana Then it's the third one (laughs) So the second jhana has no Applied and Sustained Thought Second jhana has no Applied and Sustained Thought So, uh, there's an in-between stage where for some people they cannot just forego, apply, and sustain thought immediately. Ah. So for some people they need to go through the intermediate stage, which is Wu Xun Wei Si. So without applied, but there's sustained thought. Yeah. So for start, just know that this is the. The, referring to the the four jhanas uh. oh. in particular these three is referring to first then first jhana second jhana and the in-between jhana oh. um, then here so jyoti then cover um, all the different uh, states from sensual desire uh, to uh, form and formless realm. Yeah. yeah, all the different uh, stages. Yeah. within this this uh, commentary itself, the details don't cover go into the details. Uh, it doesn't go into details. Uh, so if you go to look at the and uh, then it talk about all the different uh, uh, grounds or states. Yeah, including like uh, 四生相應地. Yeah, so that that is the the first first chapter in the Yogacara Bhamisasha. Ususan So the our existence where we are connected to the first five consciousness. Yeah, in other words, the sense desire realm. Then those beings who are connected to the mind. Yeah, then from there, some then up to this part yo yeah, and so on uh, so this d uh, refers to the, all the different states of existence that we are in so uh, some of the some of the mental concomitants may uh, may only arise when a person is in jhana. yeah for example the 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 Mental concomitants of samadhi. Yeah, only when you are in jhana, when you are in the concentration, that it arises. Yeah? Uh, but these two, two, three, four, six, six, arise in all the different states. Okay? Who yeah. oh, catch no ball? Raise your hand. Catch one, cannot catch two, cannot catch. Oh, more and more cannot catch. <laughs> how many, how many? Okay, which part cannot catch? This this tea, the ground part cannot catch up. Okay, so uh okay, wash my hand now. Okay. Not that I throw a ball to you. Okay? <laughs> so the word T, huh? uh, the they actually use it in the in terms of ground. Yeah, the different grounds. Uh this text that we are using is uh, one of the commentaries to explain all the different terms uh, that make up the whole world. Uh, But as I mentioned many times, it doesn't explain all the different uh, interconnect relation. And besides the first chapter, which goes into a bit more on the Alaya consciousness, uh, in comparison with the main text within Yogacara school, this text is actually a bit sparse in terms of defining the the framework yeah, of how Yogacara is. Yeah, a bit sparser. Yeah. So uh, when we talk about this tia in Yogacara school um, it is it is referring to the all the different states or stages of existence from a whirling all the way to Buddhahood. Okay? From the whirling all the way to Buddhahood. And for the part on whirling, then it covers uh, then it covers uh, all the different states of existence including the six realms. Yeah? So in for most Buddhists when you say six realms, most ah yes I know six realms. Yeah? What are the six realms? Uh, we all know right uh, all know but don't know how to say right <laughs> uh, yeah because it's so common that we, we we will know yeah first one we say heavenly realm then asura human uh, then animal hungry ghost and hell yeah six different realms yeah so this is one categorization so you can imagine the six here okay then uh, or oh, you can put it this way so, heavenly realm here, then Asura, human, then the three lower realms here. So, this is one way to classify. Then, over here, we draw another table. Yeah, so, you, over here, you have six blocks. Then, over here, you have another table. So, imagine, uh, here, we have three blocks. Okay, And the three blocks is such that the first two blocks coincides with the First block over here why is the first block heavenly realm very good you all have good visualization <laughs> yeah? Yeah, as you can see they are in line okay uh, but the heavenly realm besides covering the first two block over here it also covers part of the third block over here yeah and this third block here uh, covers all the six realms whereas the first two block here only cover the heavenly realm okay so this categorization is also describing our whole world this categorization of six this categorization of three is referring to the same thing so the six we really know six realms how about this three? so this three is called what we call San chie. yeah san so the San chie, uh the words here is actually boundaries yeah? boundary uh, sometimes translated as sphere yeah? like sphere of influence a, a certain boundary yeah? sometimes also used as realms yeah? so whether you call it spheres or realms uh, it refers to a different way of looking at how we exist it talk about how there's, there's, there are those who exist uh, where their preoccupation does not exceed the 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 boundaries, the sphere of influence of sensual desire. Yeah, there are beings who live preoccupied, yeah, with central desire. Yeah? Because of that preoccupation, they get reborn into this realm. Okay. So this would include the the asura, human, and the three lower realms. Now the three lower realms, especially the hell realm, hell realm don't enjoy sensual pleasure. Yeah. So you may think, but well, they don't enjoy sensual pleasure. Why are they in the sensual pleasure realm? Yeah. Sensual desire realm. Yeah. They are not enjoying that, but they are preoccupied with it. Yeah. In fact, they are. Be- is precisely because they are so preoccupied with it that they may have done things that, you know, bring them to the hell realm. Yeah. So, this, from asura downwards, including human realm and so on, all these are preoccupied with central desire. Realm. For heavenly realm, there's one layer right at the bottom, which is also preoccupied with central desire. Realm. Yeah. So the lowest part of the heavenly realm, together with the five realms here, are all together called sensual desire realm. Okay? Now, then we look at the first two. Then, over here, the middle one is called the form realm. The form realm refers to the form jhana, and it refers to this state of existence uh, within what we call the heavenly state. Yeah, uh, in which they don't exist, preoccupied with the first five senses. Mm. They are not preoccupied with that. Yeah, they are preoccupied, or in a way we can say preoccupied, Preoccupied with the form, uh, which through which they attain this state of existence. Mm. So they are focused on it, but they are not focused on the sensual interaction it is true the focus on a certain physical form that they are able to quieten the, their mind and then enjoy the bliss that result yeah. so it's different from sensual pursuits Sensual yeah. pursuits is about the eye is nose tongue, body yeah, the first five senses uh, so this is the second layer um, then on top the first or the topmost layer is called the formless realm. Likewise, their object of concentration is the formless states. Yeah. Uh, for now just know that it is the fourth formless realm. Huh? Yeah. Uh, base of infinite space, base of infinite consciousness, base of uh,无所谓设定, shooting uh, nothingness. Then base of neither perception nor non-perception. Yeah. So that is the top one. Yeah, not linked to physical form at all. Okay. Now, this is called the three spheres or three realms. Talking about the same thing as the six realm. So far so good. Yeah. Or, uh, the or, or the cube run further further away. <laughs> yeah can catch can uh, can catch so far can catch so far uh-huh. C- cannot catch uh. okay then which the six rounds can catch okay, then just think of six rounds <laughs> yeah i I'm giving you the other part not to confuse you, but because over here it gives the description which is a bit more technical, yeah, so. Uh we can just look at six realms, uh, heavenly realm and so on and so forth. Okay, so here the Yoshin here Yosudi referring to part of the heavenly realm, yeah, which is the form world, yeah, yeah, referring to the form world. But later there's a hu yeah, So the the nine different uh grounds, yeah. And the nine different grounds basically is talking about the three realms. Oh, maybe I just tell you that it's easier to understand uh, but I was trying to give you the detail. Oh, so the nine different grounds is actually referring to the three uh the, the, the six realms. Because yeah. there's a phrase yeah actually talking about the same thing. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, can I understand? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, three, uh, uh, three realm, three spheres, or six realm is talking about the same thing. Ah.
1: Okay. the,
0: uh. the nine realms is six realms and the three realms. Ah. Uh, Jot. No, no, no. Jot is a, it, is a different cutting of the, of the six realms it's not three plus happen to be three and six ah. up but, <laughs> but no jiu <coughs> is not three plus six then become nine no no yeah so is actually uh, referring to how we have the then the UTI so four four eight then the, the bottom one is one then together uh, nine. Uh, which was what I was trying to explain. Then one third of the class left you. <laughs> yeah. So for for the intent of this, you can just understand that uh, in the six realms, are okay, six realms. For example, uh, hell realm, hell realm, they don't experience joy because they are always either suffering or uh, absence of suffering. But then, so either painful or neither painful nor pleasant, they don't experience the pleasant sensation. Yeah. So for them, there are, there are certain mental concomitants that just don't arise there. Yeah. Then in the form um, realm, okay, uh, in the heavenly states, uh, there are those who are in the the jhana world. Then for them, sensual uh, desire as a mental concomitant doesn't arise Uh, in those states uh, the anger don't arise they're not enlightened yet uh, but anger don't arise because at that state there's no conditions for the anger to arise but once they pass away from that realm anger can arise again so different mental concomitants this part which is the overview for the first five is trying to highlight that, if you consider all the different mental concomitants, just now I just briefly went through. They may arise at under different nature, different conditions. Then, in different realms, some may arise, some may not arise. So far, so good. Yeah. But these five, yeah. contact, attention, uh, then feelings. Yeah. Then perception, and then the 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 thinking or intent. Ah, these five arise in all the different realms. Ah, this is this is just an overview. It's just trying to t- highlight ah, they arise everywhere. Huh? Okay, can I? Okay. <coughs> So, 这个地, 地址有寻有四地, 无寻为四地, 无寻无四地, yeah, because the text, they give the Chin terms. So, in case if you want to know, I want to explain that. So, engine so uh, it means that so this means anytime the eight consciousness arise the eight different consciousness arise then these five mental concomitants they would arise together and here it highlights China so what does it mean chana uh, is the, the word that describes one moment yeah, one moment. Yeah, uh, some text will say that it is the smallest unit of time. Uh. so in the same instance, you could say, yeah, tongi So within that unit of time, they will all arise together. All arise together. Yeah. <coughs> so. Ju. Zi Pian Yu Zhu Xin Wang. 横与八个式 mm. uh, This two Okay, 巨, 巨 means uh, Coupled together uh, concu- uh, Not so much concurrent but uh, coupled together yeah. 只片, uh, Am I reading the wrong line? <laughs> 只片与 okay so with the various uh, various uh, eight different consciousness they are coupled together and then arising together uh, arising together Mm. okay yes so okay then here it gives some uh, exception clause so uh, this first section here is describing the first category, uh, the first category of five mental concomitants, yeah, which is uh, the pervasively active one. As long as mental, uh, as long as the first eight consciousness, any of them arrives, these five, okay, I I, I come and report for work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the boss Sakha, always always around. Boss appear they appear. <laughs> <laughs> This is the boss PA I uh, don't say saka PA. Uh, but if you're any of you working at PA, don't. I'm not saying you're saka, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the first category, okay? Then second category, PA Jing Wu. Yeah. So what is the next category? Because this is still the overview, okay? Next category, PA Jing Wu. So Yu Nian Ding Hui. Yeah. Nian Ding Hui. Yeah, so uh, with respect to different uh, situation yeah, under different situation then uh, specific to that situation or that uh, uh, what do you call it yeah, in a way a situation uh, uh, when the mind encounter different situation yeah, that is unique and different from the others then under those circumstances certain uh, mental concomitants may arise. Yeah. Yeah. Only under those specific ones then they arise. Called 别境. yeah so, Called 别境. So, what happened to this Piercing? Wei mm. So, this is very specific. Oh, very specific. San Sing He Zhou Ran Pu so uh, again uh, with respect to the three natures and the the different grounds uh, they they can arise yeah but not together not at the same time not uh, coupled together Yeah, not coupled together with the first eight consciousness not coupled together Okay, then next category. see uh, I don't know about you, huh? But you know, when I do translation with my Dharma brother, I keep telling him, "Hey, you know, I think we should draw a table." <laughs> oh. Then he look at me like, "Yeah." Even for myself, uh, when I look at the Yoga I'm like there's oh, one whole block. This is actually a considered small block. Uh. Well, we translate right? then, like, okay. by the time I finish reading the last line like, let hey, me read it again <laughs> so I, I like to draw it the table maybe when I go back I'll draw a table for you okay. I know that there are some teachers who have done that also yeah. I think for us modern people uh, we, we like to see table yeah, easier, you okay, can see the interconnect relation very easily that's why sometimes I draw the charts so here sons see the wholesome mental concomitants so mental concomitants they are wholesome they are 11 then it talk about how mm. so in terms of the different realms the different grounds uh, it can occur in different ones also however tan sing she should yeah so not pervasively, as far as nature is concerned. Yeah, why? Because san is referring to wholesome. Yeah, so only under wholesome conditions, then it arises. Yeah, unwholesome, then you know. Yeah. Then shi, uh, not always together. Yeah, not always uh, in the same uh, moment. Yeah. Not always in the same moment. Then G uh, not always coupled, not always coupled. Yeah. Sometimes it is uh, under some for some of them maybe all the nature, but not the same time not coupled. Then some maybe same time, but not coupled, but same nature, uh, and so on. Uh, so uh, for wholesome that's that distinction. How that's that distinction. Oh, that's that distinction uh the next one uh let me see they jump to the last category putting so the uncertain one uh putting suit so there are four that is uncertain xue mm. mm. yeah, so uh as far as the different nature uh, the uncertain one can arise. Yeah, because it's uncertain yeah but the rest uh, is incomplete for yeah? the rest the rest referring to the different grounds the different time and whether it's coupled oh. huh? yeah. mm-hmm. so mm. so as far as the different grounds uh, that that the wholesomeness can hurt. Can arise uh, at any of the ground okay so to, to use the term that we have been using the six realms in all the six realms wholesome wholesomeness can arise however in terms of uh, the nature time and coupled coupledness uh, then it is not always constant yeah? sometimes uh, different combination yeah? some of the wholesomeness may uh, may appear uh, under certain conditions for uh, for nature sometimes different conditions for the time sometimes different conditions for carpetness. Uh, okay yeah uh, so mm, so uncertain ones covered now. okay Later, because this is an overview when we go through the each category you look at it in more detail oh, and we will come back to this again the last part is in terms of the unwholesome one yeah? unwholesome we have six uh, six uh, base uh, how you call that uh, defilements then plus the 20 20 different uh, secondary defilements so 6 last 20 26 so what happened to them yeah. so uh, in in terms of the defilements uh, they are not pervasive as far as this 4 is concerned they are not pervasive uh, because this 4 is referring to that uh all, all nature all this all that yeah. so as far as the defilements is concerned uh, uh, at different they, they are all over the place uh, in other words they're not constant throughout no, they're not constant throughout okay mm. okay we can finally go into the first category yes 一切去 So, this 去 refers to whether the mental concomitant uh, arise uh, coupled together yeah, Coupled together 去时生起 uh, so here the difference may be a bit more about how whether they arise together with the it yeah. that means some may only arise with uh, one of the uh, this or that yeah. but uh, when we say it's uh, here that means um, any of the eight it can arise uh, then some Maybe only arise with this and not with that. Can I uh, what eight, nah? huh? what uh the eight. What are the eight? the eight, The the <laughs> the chapter one? eye uh, consciousness, oh. ear consciousness and so Until on.
1: The alaya, like
0: consciousness. The. alaya consciousness. Until the alaya consciousness.
1: Mental concomitants. is
0: what ah, mental concomitance. Uh, this chapter no? yeah this chapter uh, chapter 2 is all about mental concomitants. Uh, yeah we haven't we, we just go through the overview <laughs> the, the overview I, I, the overview this part of the overview uh, uh, so some people like it this way give you the the whole framework first uh, but for some some people if it, like if you are already familiar somewhat with the details are uh, then when you look at this this is like a summary so they one they give you a summary but if you have not learned the details yet each of them are uh, like huh? it, it feels a bit long sir. so if you cannot understand this part first don't worry uh, we'll come back to this later <laughs> Yeah, because now when we say uh for example uh the first one uh, uh, we say uh the Yeah then uh 五个星所, this PN sing P Sing we haven't even touched it, but it really referred to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when I say two iso contact even if I use English I yeah, contact, attention, then feelings, perception, and the the si is the chetana uh, or we haven't gone through the detail. Yeah. So now I we directly go into a summary. But <laughs> I follow the structure okay. Yeah. But don't worry, I will come back to this again. Oh. <laughs> yes. So what's the difference between si and G? so yeah. But the G is more about uh with respect to the eight different consciousness. Uh, yeah. But the G, right? <coughs> Yeah. So you Sing one can be with only one of them. Oh uh, yes.
1: So shi is with any one of them. With any one of them. Is
0: with all it yeah, okay. Yes. So Si is with only uh but Sing one can be uh just with one of them. Yeah and the the it is uh can be with only one of them.
1: Okay.
0: But the G with all the of all them. Eight must be all eight. Yes. So, some of the. Again, the, the, the challenge here is we haven't covered the mental concomitants, but the summary I really refer to them. yeah So, some of the. Here you must take my word for it, okay? Some of the mental concomitants, uh, they arise uh, together with this one, but not with that one. But here, some of them arise with all of them. Uh, so, the, the difference between the Shi and the has this distinction. Okay, it uh, is saying that anytime it arises, it will arise together. Uh, but the tree is all eight always. It is always with all the, all the eight. Uh, I know that this these two seems to be talking about the same thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Any 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 other question? Better to clarify if you have any. Ah. Huh?
1: Uh, come again, the question. uh uh-huh. then
0: Yeah. So um, if you look at the six realms in the six realms, right, different uh, we experience different things. So in certain realms, certain concomitants can arise. In certain realms certain uh, mental concomitants cannot arise yeah, so just now I gave the example like in the form uh, form realm uh, the those beings in the form form realm itself in that ground once they are in that ground uh, mental concomitants such as anger such as the, uh, the other ones uh, they cannot arise
1: oh, mental is about example, anger.
0: yeah oh. yeah and the trouble is because we haven't even covered any of them uh. then now it came on referring to them so <laughs> then if I refer uh, sometimes some terms like anger is easier to understand uh. but some of the examples given like the categorization is referring to certain terms that we haven't covered yet so a bit hard to for us to connect. Uh, uh, hmm. uh, yeah, we uh any, any other specific questions? Don't worry, this block I I I promise you, okay? This block will come back again. Okay, we'll come back again. Okay, let's start on the the first subcategory <laughs> Next time, if I go through this text again, I will I will kind of paste this one and put behind. Okay. <laughs> so, the what follows below is in brief. Yeah, the five pervasively active mental concomitants yeah, its, uh, its, its essence, its nature and also its function yeah, the word Yi e yong is is basically function now what is its function? so some of these terms may be familiar to you for example the first Pervasively active mental concomitant, true. true. Oh, so, um, Wei San He, he So true is what we call contact, yeah. Uh, if we have learned the the twelve links, you have learned uh, in the explanation six ends base, then contact, uh, is this same contact, yeah. Liu uh plural so yen i and so on so we so this uh, uh, what is the san so the san is uh, the, the sense base sense object and consciousness and these three together is called contact uh, it's called contact p n e sing yeah so um, so here is where it gets interesting and in some ways trickier so the first one contact and the subsequent ones so the first one this contact is actually uh, what you call the coming together of the senses, yeah, the sense base, the sense object, and the consciousness that arise. When this consciousness and the sense base, sense object come together, you call that contact. Now, and because of this, then the subsequent ones would arise. Yeah, and the subsequent mental concomitants will arise. So, mental concomitants can support the arising of other mental concomitants. But this one is one of the prime driver of uh, this content links sing sing Ch Jing we sing so its nature is um, by the definition itself it is about the mind uh, being captivated by the man by the object uh, by the object so this is the nature of it that it can uh, cause the mind yeah, and the mental concomitant to become captivated by the object and then what is its function yeah, function is so yeah, it's function is to serve as a support for the subsequent mental concomitants to arise yeah, namely um, the so so uh, the feelings then perception and the uh, yeah, the intent, um, and so on. Yeah. Not just these three, but all subsequent ones. Gen oh. yeah. So this is what I mentioned, san he he. So, bu guai hu chu, chen san he you can find this inside the Sutra you can find this inside the abhidharma yeah sense based sense object and consciousness three together so the three don't separate they come together and they don't separate yeah yeah and then they intertwine in a way in the uh, so. Su I can the so the three come together yeah, 同時, uh, so when the three come together then contact can arise. 同時又給予跟進士, yeah, so this contact reinforces the, the, these three coming together. Yeah, so that the two support each other. Oh. 分别变异 So, the earlier part, the description, 分别变异 So, uh, discriminating and changing uh, 就是三法合合时产生的作用 能令心, 心所处, 处, 呃, yeah, so um, if the mind don't come into contact with anything then it just doesn't do anything but now when there is contact then with contact the mind can change its state uh, this is what it's talking about so the contact has the ability to in a way transform the mind yeah? when you come into contact then you can experience something else you can experience uh, Pleasant feelings painful feelings neither painful nor pleasant feelings yeah and then because of this contact you can have thoughts you can have uh, perception you can have all kinds of thinking yeah it can even trigger uh, further emotions yeah so it has this transformative uh, uh, function so you to the so a few terms here. Soyen zing. so this term uh the word uh usually we translate as conditions or uh, conditions. So the word Nen Yuan and Shuo Yuan here is referring to um, relating to yeah, or uh, I'm tempted to say attention yeah, but it's not attention yeah, so um, there's two terms that come together Nen Yuan and Shuo Yuan Nen Yuan the Xing Yuan de Jing so the mind and the object yeah this this the act of the mind uh, facing the object. Now, this is called yuan or yuan-lu. So the mind is that which can face the object, uh, do something to the object, uh, relate to the object. Then the object itself is that which the mind relate to. Uh, so nan yuan suoyuan, Yuan referring to the object. So Yuan ting xiang is the feature of the object. And then here, yeah, so, from contact, then it can give rise to feelings, which is the experience of the object itself. Oh, as you come into contact with something, then you have an experience of the object. <coughs> yeah, the sound is referring to the features. So, um, as you ex- come in contact with it, besides the raw experience of what we call feelings, and again, take note, this is not referring to emotions. Yeah, This is referring to the raw experience of it. Yeah? Uh, besides that, uh, it can cause the mind to further uh, uh, capture the features. Yeah. Capture the features of the object, whether uh, the detail, uh, what is it about, and so on. So, search source So, uh, if there's no contact, then the mind cannot uh, go and discriminate and give it label and start to form perception and ideas about things. Yeah. So, contact as a as a catalyst. Uh, it can trigger the mind to uh, go, and, go and consider the features, and then give it names and so on and so forth. Uh, so this is the second function. Yeah, so contact has these few functions. Okay, so far. Yeah. So so. so, so, you so yeah, and that's why it's, it is said that this contact, yeah, is function is acting as the support for feelings, perception, then the intent and so on yeah so not just limited to this tree yeah all the subsequent mental concomitants, mental formations without contact, nothing to say uh, nothing to say okay So usually when we learn about contact we just learn the first part uh, okay then. Okay, chu Okay, jump. Okay, next. Yeah. For those of you who have attended the Hatsu trial I cover, then you will see that from there uh in between uh from Liu Jing the, the Liu Ru, to chu, then I I draw the gan jing shi, then yuan chu, then chu to sou, and I will usually highlight that from here. It can give rise to many other things, and this is the basis. Uh, this is the basis. Now, but I want to highlight, as we learn this, um, for one, we may feel a bit overwhelmed, like wow, more things to memorize. Yeah, it may give some people a high, wow, <laughs> knowledge, huh, a lot of knowledge. Yeah, uh, but some people sometimes, uh, because this is considered abhidhamma so the for some people when they learn abhi wow have a headache seems to have so much detail to remember yeah and don't seems to be connected to our life but i must highlight this even from this this the first chapter up to here um, the challenge is to go and observe this happening to observe this happening and you can actually observe this happening the trouble is if now now we try to observe directly our senses our mind is too too blunt yeah. so it's not able to observe this this moment-to-moment uh, moment happening yeah. so uh, if we were to couple the learning with meditation yeah, or even if you don't if you are now currently practicing let's say chanting of Buddha's name uh, don't be surprised that practice can help this also. Because when you chant Buddha's name, you can actually quieten the mind also. Uh, you observe the breath, you can quieten the mind. Whatever technique you use. For me, I'm technique uh, ambivalent. Whatever works for you, that's the technique. Uh, uh, quieten your mind, then you observe the different mental states gradually. Uh, then you will see that hey, is it true or not? Yeah, then you don't have to memorize yeah, then you don't have to memorize oh, for now for now I still say don't have to memorize yeah just just know for a fact okay no okay cannot remember the deal okay but at least you must know co- what is contact that's all oh. then as we go through more more of the text then you couple with your own observation uh, it becomes more reinforced okay oh. so um, Two, that's the first one. Then the second one, Yi. So, zhiyi, uh, rightly speaking, is referring to attention, or oh, attention. So the sequence here is chu zhiyi shouxiangshi. Ah, this is the sequence in this text. Uh, but I must highlight in the, uh. When we talk about our deep abhidhamma, there are different schools. Yeah. So if you look, refer to the uh, Theravada abhidhamma, you refer to abhidhamma kosa, you refer to uh, the Mulasarvastivada abhidhamma. Each of them, sometimes the sequence is not the same. Line. Yeah. Sometimes they start with attention first. Yeah. Then, Then, two yeah, so, there are some variants. Oh, but for now, we go through this first. Yeah, uh, If you have interest in the other one, you can read up and we can also discuss. Yeah. Uh, but what I can tell you is, when we go through the, the different mental concomitants, um, although the text says at the start, rule uh said, one uh, uh, is a uh, uh, in her etR in her way way by five so on so this hundred is supposed to be covering all phenomena yeah but you will realize that as we go through the mental concomitants um, the specific terms that we use today to describe for example emotions yeah the specific one cannot be found here some specific ones cannot be found here. Uh, but it can be subsumed under sometimes a combination of the mental concomitant sometimes can be subsumed under one of them, although the term is not the same Uh, so um, that is to say that while this is very detailed already but um, back in the days the description of certain aspects of our life um, may use slightly different terms compared to now so, uh, one simple word, attention. Uh, attention. Uh, what is it? yeah. So, the nature, what is the nature? Uh, it alerts the mind. 谨心为性谨心为性 So, 于所愿镜, 影心为业 So, it draws the mind towards it. It draws the mind towards it. So, draws the mind towards towards the object yeah, that's the function to join you sing sing so it sing then sing so can draw the mind towards the object yeah, so that's why in some of the other schools Put this before the contact. Yeah. Uh, So um, not here to say which is more correct, Uh, But there's a reason why some schools they put it in front, some schools they put it behind. Yeah. So uh, if you consider, uh, can you can you draw? Can this happen? So one school of thought must come first. Yeah. So the this attention must come first before you can have contact Uh, then it can trigger everything else but then another school is like but if you then haven't even have contact how can you have attention to it Uh, so here we are just learning one school Uh, but once you have learned one school of thought uh, then you can look at other school of thought it's not to criticize then you see hey how different school of thoughts form up and each of them may be slightly opposing but each of them has its own rationale. Yeah, I personally find that uh, if we have, can put in the time to learn first a school of thought, then another branch, yeah, uh, then you com- compare the differences. Oftentimes, you can have a, a more comprehensive view of what is really happening. Uh, so attention, this attention. Um, uh, is a very subtle one uh. Uh, it's not it's a very subtle one oh. so this attention um, in a way is related to the term swire yeah swire means just very momentarily yeah swire so uh, so is about how for example um, Within a certain moment, the the mind may be aware very subtly of something happening somewhere. Then, uh, if the mind within that the initial contact were to give rise to uh, have a bit of that attention, uh, then it draws the mind to go and take a closer look. Then because of that, together with the contact then, uh, you have the following happening. Otherwise, even though initially there's that touch, but there's no awareness that uh, no activity after that. Yeah. So this attention falls somewhere in between, uh, in this school of thought, yeah. somewhere in between, between the first initial contact, which is still very just uh, haven't formed up fully. Then the attention, hey, something there. Go ahead. Hello, hello a bit. So, uh, yeah. So this is the, this is, uh, um, this is related to uh, a lot of the practices actually. Yeah. So, for example, there's the ruli 如理作意. Yeah. To give proper attention. So, uh, being unenlightened we all have uh, defilements but different defilements we all have different things that preoccupy us or make us have desire different things that give us give rise to unwholesomeness and then some things can cause us to have uh, compassion so the initial stage of the practice is to give proper attention so uh, perhaps in particular if I refer to the uh, Pali Canon yeah where the Buddha's advice to the monastics is when you go on Armstrong pay proper attention yeah when you're walking forward and backwards pay proper attention why because maybe maybe the the monk like laksa then go, <laughs> go on arms round, then see laksa or oh, oh, then after that, the whole armchair is thinking about laksa. Yeah. So instead, once you note that there's uh, to pray, pay proper attention, don't continue to go and, wow, this bowl of laksa is, wow, to this very lemma, and so on. Yeah. If you allow yourself to continue, then all the subsequent mental concomitants can arise, yeah, including desire, greed craving want and then a lot of thoughts can come up yeah, so the proper attention this can be an example or where um, don't beat yourself over that you see something and then you can still trigger not enlightened it, can still trigger but in daily, remove the attention yeah, pay attention to something else now what I've described is according to the text on uh, then how about our common practice again I bring in let's say the uh, ninfo famine uh, I keep wanting to bring it in because sometimes when we think about chanting Buddha's name or Kwan Sin Pusa name or whoever's name uh, then we may think like seems quite superstitious uh, or maybe we may feel like don't know what is it supposed to do yeah just chant a certain number of times then then the Buddha comes and gives you a certificate (laughs) congratulations but actually um, the the point of directing our mind towards uh, a Buddha's name is the Buddha's name is seen as a source of wholesomeness so anytime you come in contact with anything you immediately in a way uh, channel your mind Yeah, direct the attention, default attention, towards wholesomeness. Uh, Towards wholesomeness. So in this way, even if you accidentally encounter something that can trigger unwholesomeness, immediately you cut it off with wholesomeness. Uh, So that's why many people uh, know or don't know. Eh, somehow, eh, their mind become very calm. Uh, But it's important to know this process. Why? Because then. You know that it's not something magical, and then it gives you more reason why you must pay attention to what your mind is directed towards. No. Yeah, so next would be show. so. So so, feelings. Earlier on, uh, eh, earlier on, we have already uh, touched a bit on the feelings because when we talk about the first first six consciousness yeah we have gone through how uh, when consciousness arises then there's feelings uh, and then the difference between feelings and emotions yeah we have gone through that so f- this uh, feelings yeah or sensations yeah, called we so we ling na so that's wei Fei Wei sing. qi ai So, ling na yeah, This ling uh, na, in the teachings, my teacher quoted, cited from the, the text uh, that uh, feelings has this term called na mm. So, um, once this has happened, you have to experience it. No choice. Yeah, no choice. Once you have, once it has reached that point, it's like someone throw you uh, splash water at you. You have no choice but get wet. Uh, show has this, this nature. Yeah. So, uh, many of the cultivation is about, okay, prevent, uh, avoiding this show, that can give rise to all the unwholesomeness. Yeah. Uh, at the initial stage, at the latest stage, it is to to see this uh, in a different way. Yeah, to see clearly that the show itself uh, has something that we didn't see before. Yeah. So, so this show um, the three kinds of feelings. Uh, there are many different kinds. of uh. how what is the maximum number of feelings? Actually in a way infinite. Uh, but in the text in the sutra the Buddha explained up to hundred and eight. But usually we categorize it as three different kinds of feelings. Painful feelings, pleasant feelings, neither painful nor pleasant feelings. And these three kinds of feelings. Yeah. So Yo Ling na So agreeable situation agreeable uh, situation that give rise to contact then giving rise to uh, the uh, suitable and then pleasant yeah suitable and pleasant uh, feelings mm. then the second one people the we need team so disagreeable situation disagreeable kind of objects yeah, you come into contact with it then giving rise to uh, oppressive or painful uh, unpleasant feelings yeah. so this is where uh, I always want to highlight so, the last one is the neither painful nor pleasant feelings. Yeah? Situations that are or objects that is neither agreeable nor not agreeable. Okay? So, then give rise to feelings that is neither painful nor pleasant. Or neither painful nor pleasant. So, uh, the following text here, ku yeah, se, so is Painful feelings le is pleasant feelings so, uh, I don't really agree with this, yeah because if you look, go back to the sutra, it doesn't say so, so it's so 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 painful, pleasant, neither painful nor pleasant because uh, I must say that uh, in some some texts the uh, not sutra. In some of the commentaries, they use "sir," but sir, if you were to uh, reverse translate, then it actually means equanimity. Yeah, but why is it that uh, here I disagree to use equanimity? Because neither painful nor pleasant. There are different reasons for that. Uh, for example, in our uh, unfocused, unconcentrated state. Uh, It is not by choice that we don't have painful nor pleasant feelings. Sometimes when you are in contact, sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's pleasant. But sometimes it's not strong enough to be called painful, nor strong enough to be called pleasant. It is not by choice. So, because it's not by choice, and because it's not enough to draw your attention, um we we are actually oblivious of its existence. We are being oblivious, so and we are it's not by choice, so we are not, not aware that it's happening. So how can we say that we are economists towards it? Yeah. So rightly speaking, cannot be called so. But there's another condition where when it's neither painful nor pleasant, uh it deserves to be called so and it is when you're attaining the third and fourth jhana in a third jhana the, the, the uh, fourth jhana then it becomes purified equanimity becomes purified but third jhana you can taste it really but not purify it uh, in this case it's different from our day-to-day why because through the first and second jhana then the person abandons uh, uh, gradually uh, abandon the very reason why the mind becomes uh, give rise to desire, give rise to hatred, uh, giving rise to pleasantness and unpleasantness yeah? uh, it, the, the mind is trained to consciously distance away from that relinquishing these this, uh, opposing states so the mind knowingly do this and then when it's neither this nor that, the mind the cultivator consciously abides in this until it's purified then it's, it's uh, what I call it wukong yeah, zu that means without effort it stays there uh, but the cultivator in this state in meditation is clearly experiencing it whereas let me ask you for the past oh, two hours two two, two, two hour or so, um, your feet touching the ground as, it, as you are now, uh, is that feeling? Were you aware of the feeling half an hour ago? don't know. <laughs> uh, that is the difference. That is the difference. That's feeling. Actually, that's feeling. But it's not strong enough to be called painful not strong enough to be called pleasant it's neither painful nor pleasant it is there but to us as good as not there so we are not really equanimous towards it we're not aware of it we're oblivious of it so this is where I would would, uh, do for myself I'll do a correction here I won't call it sir I will just call it the way it was called in the Sutra Neither painful nor pleasant. We're halfway through. Should we continue next week? We continue next week, Uh, Okay, we stop at this. So This sun the target. So you stop here. I'm a
1: and sisters let us thank sifu by making three prostrations first prostration
0: till we chili see we made again may be guided and protected by the Buddha Dharma, and the Sangha and as always likewise. see you all next week